Hello everyone and welcome to the Banter Roundtable podcast. This is your host, Ben Cohn. And I'm Bob Seska. And I'm Justin Rosario. The Banter Roundtable podcast is brought to you by the Banter Newsletter. We rely on our generous subscribers to keep going, so please support us by signing up for a Banter membership today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 63 of the Bands of Roundtable podcast. I'm here with Justin and Bob. Good morning, guys. We're Friday morning. How are you? Awesome. Hey, Ben. Uh, probably doing better than I am. I'm, I'm, um, I'm battling some horrible, well, I don't know what it is, virus uh, with a swollen throat and um, headaches and uh, fatigue. Uh, but because I'm such a dedicated um, uh host podcast host and and content creator i'm here i'm here for for everybody um because <laughs> what would you do without my uh without my voice on a sunday uh a sunday morning when the podcast comes out right it would be mm-hmm. uh i don't know what you would do so i'm i'm, I'm sacrificing my well-being even, um, even clogged up in all all uh, gookie sounding you still have that sexy british accent <laughs> <laughs> you're too kind you're too kind justin uh but anyway i i'm gonna do my best today uh apologies if my 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 voice sounds a little strange but anyway we have a great show uh for you today we're going to be talking about tucker carlson getting access to the january 6th footage what is he going to do with it and what could go wrong um we're also going to be talking about the fox news dominion lawsuit and Rupert Murdoch's comments and how much trouble Fox News could potentially be in. Uh, we have Justin's piece on Ukraine. I'm hoping everybody read that this week about what's going on on the right. And, and it's getting truly, truly insane now. Um, I read your piece, Justin, and my jaw dropped because I hadn't really followed this. So this is we're, we're yeah, in these new. Are, these are crazy people. We're in new territory here. We're we're also having. Uh, we're going to do the both sides segment, and then in the emergency meeting, um, the emergency meeting is. I love the mainstream media. So you're going to f- join us in that discussion. There, uh, we're going to be talking about my members only piece and why the criticism of the mainstream media is necessary, but not in the way that the alt right, the alt left, and the conspiracy theorists idiots think it should be so please join us in the emergency meeting after the podcast um you can get a banter membership you can get 60 percent off and join us there and you'll get access to all of our premium content as well so and you'll be supporting what we do and we um, obviously really appreciate that uh, we also have uh, just a quick um, note that we've had a lot of uh, complaints about our language um on the banter podcast on the banter roundtable podcast so we're going to do our best not to swear just is that there. fucking true yeah, what? Is that... Right, that's our... We, Bob has already hit the limit. Is that the last the F word I get to say on yeah, the yeah, show you get, you get for today? One, you get to say fuck once. Oh, okay, shit. That, I'm done. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm done. My quota's been... I've erased my quota. Damn. Just, Justin, just... do you want to get it out of the way? No, no, I'm, I'm going to save it for a special occasion. That's okay. We... <laughs> wise. Very wise. We we may accidentally slip up every now and then, uh, but please don't judge us. This is not safe for work, generally speaking, so um, hide your small children. Um, if you have people who are sensitive to bad language, I suggest uh, maybe don't listen to the Banter Roundtable podcast. But we're going to do our best anyway. We are going to do our best. Um, all right. So... 
The Tucker Carlson has has got apparently exclusive access to the uh, surveillance, what he quote claims is the hidden surveillance in the January 6th footage. And he's going to be releasing this on his show next week. So this is an article from Media. I, I'm going to just quote this. Tucker Carlson announced the plans to air surveillance footage from January 6, 2020, early next week. He also revealed his mission in doing so, uh, and that is to show that they are lying to his viewers. Wow. Um, <laughs> they've got the date wrong on that, by the way. It's 2021. Um, quote, <laughs> the defenders of democracy are defending democracy again, the Fox News host said on Thursday night. They're telling you it's really, really dangerous. And anyone um, would get to see thousands of hours of surveillance footage from January 6th, which has been hidden from the public for two years as a tiny group of people gets to make up stories about what happened that day and change the country on the basis of those stories. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tucker Carlson always went on to say, he said, so you're defending democracy, but you're denying people information on the basis of which they can make their own decisions. And uh, apparently, we're being led to believe that Tucker Carlson is going to—he's going to release next week unedited footage of January sixth. Apparently, not selective. Um, uh-huh. He's been given this by Kevin McCarthy. This is one of the most insane things I've ever heard. Right, that the Speaker of the House has given um, Tucker Carlson of all people one of the absolute worst offenders, the worst. Uh, you know, offenders of of disinformation on the Fox News network. We're going to be talking about this later about how bad the propaganda is at Fox News, but it's bad. Yeah. It's really, really, really bad. And Tucker well, Carlson is how he got to be Speaker of the House. This is one of the things he had to agree to in order to get the votes. Do you think that that's what he had to? Do you think that's that's correct? Oh, that... it absolutely is. It, it there's no there's no other reason for him to do this. It doesn't. He this is some this is him paying back the the uh, debt. That he incurred in order to get the votes, he's mm. paying. He's paying off what he owes. Yeah, yeah, and this is this is worse than giving the video footage to WikiLeaks, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. And the reason I say that is because what Tucker Carlson will do with this, based on his record of duplicity, mendacity, and so on, is he's going to selectively edit this shit. To make it see now i did it i said the s word and i it's just automatic <laughs> sorry <laughs> you can bleep that if you want ben you fucked uh, up bob i mean sorry you messed up <laughs> wow yeah you i mean okay, terrible that, i'm very disappointed my, in all of you i've gone over my quota <laughs> this is, that's what he does that's what he's been accused of doing right at the same time as we're learning about fox news lying, committing fraud, and not fraud on those of us listening to this podcast or hosting the podcast, fraud committed on their own viewers. And right on the heels of that, Kevin McCarthy's here. Here's 40,000 hours of January 6th footage. Do whatever you want with it. Recut it, you know, pull things out of context, fit them into your writer's room, false narrative about everything. And uh, and that's what's happening here. So it's it's deeply, deeply irresponsible, but it's perfectly in keeping with what the Republican Party is all geared around right now, which is providing content for Fox News and the uh, Red Hat podcasts and the rest of it. And, and we that's know that's all exactly about. what they're planning on doing, because if he was being honest, if Kevin McCarthy wanted the truth, quote unquote, out there, right, and he wanted to make sure that everyone knew the truth, he would have given this footage to 
every media outlet, right? So they could all expose the truth together, blah, blah, blah. But he only gave it to Fox News because he knew that Fox News, well, one, that's what he had to do, you know, because that was the debt he owed. But he also knew that they would explicitly edit it in such a way to show the narrative that Republicans want to push, which is that it was not a riot. And if it was, it was probably Antifa and it was Democrats were behind it somehow. That's right. what they're going to do. I mean, of, co- of course, a, yeah. of course. I mean, look, the the the, the um the writer at Mediaite, Col- Colby Hall, made an interesting point at the end of his piece, where he said, um, "Can Carlson be trusted to make sound journalistic decisions with access to footage?" And judging by how he left blatantly anti-Semitic comments made by Kanye West out of an interview that aired and used to illustrate how alt-right rapper was of sound mind, shows us everything we need to know about Tucker Carlson's commitment to sound journalistic ethics. Right, 100% right. I mean, Tucker Carlson's editing of the Kanye West interview was just was disgraceful, right? The whole thing mm. was that was, was he was trying to show how Kanye West was just a normal guy and everyone was saying he was crazy, um, you know, because they were they didn't uh, like a like a black, you know, right wing person spouting his opinions. But the the interview was deranged right because he went on some crazy anti-semitic sort of uh detour and carlson edited out of the footage edited out of his show but he doesn't the 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 thing that i find most troubling right is that all these you know we've we know that tucker carlson is a liar that he pushes a false narrative all the time we have evidence that he selectively quoted kanye west like there we can see the footage of kanye making anti-semitic comments right um, which then didn't make the final cut. So you know that this guy is just utterly full of uh, SHIT. Um, and, <laughs> right? Has it come but to he that? Doesn't get really? away with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, We're not toddlers. <laughs> All right, he's full of shit. Um, but he. But the thing is, he gets away with it, right? He doesn't. Ha- there are no consequences for Tucker Carlson for doing this stuff, like egregious violations against any sort of reasonable journalistic standards, and he just can just move on, right? Because there's no accountability at Fox whatsoever. Tucker Carlson can say what he wants. He can present whatever narrative he wants with no pushback whatsoever. So this is going to be a disaster. This is going to be an app. I, I think this is re- actually really, really bad news, right? Because we already know that Twitter is a sort of now a, a massive cesspool of disinformation and conspiracy theories. This stuff is going to it's going to flood the zone, right? We're going to get Absolutely. we're going to get this is going to be months of conspiracy theorists and Elon Musk tweeting about how this is you know the the mainstream media narrative etc is biased to, against Trump supporters and the, yeah, and it's the like, right. Why was Nancy Pelosi on the phone before the riot started or some stupid crap like that? That's what it's going to be. It's like Nancy Pelosi knew about it. You know, they're just going to make stuff up and take stuff out of context, and it's just going to be all garbage left and right, and no one's going to be able to really push back on it because they're not going to have the footage themselves. They won't have the original footage, so it's going to be like we don't. It's going to be like the freaking Project Veritas videos. It's like yeah, it yeah, shows oh, yeah. us one thing, but we don't have the unedited video, so we don't know exactly what's going on here. So what are we supposed to do with that? Mm. I mean, so you think you think it was a deal that that McCarthy cut with Marjorie Taylor Greene and the other the Taliban twenty in Congress? Is that your? I, do you guys think that? I think that sounds reasonable. 
I mean, McCarthy really doesn't want to keep talking about January 6th. He has no incentive to keep talking about January 6th. But Fox News certainly does, and you know the, insur- the you know the pro-insurrectionist wing of the Republican Party absolutely wants to keep talking about it. And not for nothing, once you have this footage out there, I mean, the biggest problem with this isn't, it, I mean, it's a huge problem that they're going to be, you know, trying to rewrite history. But now they also have all of the security details, where all the cameras are, where all the, um, the, the passageways are, like all that information that should not be out in the public is going to be out in the public, or, or at least in the hands of people who are not responsible and are very much pro-insurrection and pro-fascism. You know, they say, oh, no, 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 we're not going to make, make copies of this information, and we're, we're going to make sure that it's secure. And it's like, why in God's name would we trust that? What makes, what makes us believe that Tucker Carlson or someone working for Tucker Carlson, and these guys are obviously pro-fascism, right? I mean, they go at, they, they had their freaking show in Hungary because they think Viktor Orban is the future of America. This is what they want our country to be run like. What makes us think that they're not like taking detailed notes of how the Congress people were taken out of the Capitol? Where did they go? What are the passageways? How are the security measures? And handing them over to people that you do not want to have that information. Like there's nothing to suggest that is not what they're doing, and I don't trust them for a second not to do that because these people do not have the best interests of this country at heart, and I can absolutely see them doing that because they're monsters, and they would very much like the second try at this to work. What 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 can Democrats do to counter this? I don't know why there isn't like a million lawsuits already, why this is not already in the courts. Freaking Mike Lindell is the one who's doing the lawsuits. He's the one who's suing. Yeah. Why is Mike Lindell suing? I mean, mad. I know yeah, why he's is... suing, but why is he the one taking care of this and not the Democrats? The Capitol Police haven't been pushing hard enough. The, just like, where, where is everyone else? Why are they just kind of going like, oh, yeah, they shouldn't be doing this? Scold, scold. I, I, I think just to answer that particular question, and I have no idea why exactly the Democrats aren't doing that, but, I mean, my theory is, well, here's some more rope to hang yourself, Republicans. And my guess is the footage, whether unedited, edited, whatever, is potentially so damaging to Republicans, to Trumpism, uh, to all the people who helped uh, that process along inside Congress, they're just like, okay, yeah, have the footage. Let's see what you do with that. Let's keep talking about January 6th. Thank you very much. Let's keep that date. Let's keep, keep that event in the news for as long as possible. And irrespective of how it's treated on Fox News, continuing to talk about January 6th is only a bad thing, I think, for Republicans. No matter how they spin it, just the very idea of continuously circling back to it, which Tucker Carlson will absolutely do over the coming days and weeks. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, that could be why the Democrats are doing this. And it would be a pretty damn good reason, I think. Yeah, that that does make sense. I, I do think that, you know, this wing of the Republican Party, the Taliban 20, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, and now their puppet in Congress, um, McCarthy, yeah. are they don't they're not interested in winning elections, 
right? They're they're interested in creating um, conspiracy theories that help them grow their audience. Um, I genuinely don't think they have any interest in governing whatsoever. Uh, and they're willing to screw the GOP over to do that. And I think that that, that does sound reasonable. But I I hope you're right. Um, but it does seem, and in I get the, I guess the optics, right? If they're seen to be, if they say, um, you know, we're going to sue or we're going to, you know, we're, this is, a, um, I don't know, well, they try to stop it in any way. They could be seen to be trying to suppress information, right? Mm-hmm. Such is the such is the way that you know the political dynamics of the country work right now. So I don't know how the Democrat. I don't know how the Democrats should play this. I don't know other than to make sure that they they have footage um, that counters the narrative available and ready. They have there's some sort of coordinated response to this because you've got to debunk this stuff. I mean, this stuff is it's, it's getting so tiring now. Like having to constantly um, like fact checking and trying to counter these insane conspiracy theories that are now floating around uh like you know I, I blame elon musk for a lot of this stuff right elon musk is really this is really kind of screwed over the country it's elon musk takeover of twitter because now you know the major sort of platform for politicians and the news media is now so rife with disinformation that it, it, it's almost impossible to sort of counter all of it now well that was the point yeah, yeah that was the entire point right so i don't know you know i'm sure we're gonna have to spend a lot of time debunking this nonsense um i really look forward to that right um <laughs> you know what i mean uh but look this this sort of this just does tie into the uh the next part of the show um which is about the dominion lawsuit and how much trouble fox news potentially is um so this is uh this was published in the Washington Post this week. The, he- the headline of the article was Murder could admit some Fox News hosts were endorsing election falsehoods. And the I'm going to quote the article. Rupert Murdoch, chairman of Fox News parent company, acknowledged in a deposition that, quote, some of our commentators were endorsing the basis narrative that the 2020 presidential election was stolen and that he wishes the network did more to challenge those conspiracy theories. Murdoch said, I would have liked us to be stronger in denouncing it in hindsight. The testimony was made in public on Monday as part of Dominion's voting system's 1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against the next against the network. Asked if Fox News host Janine Pirro endorsed the claims, Murdoch replied, "Quote: I think so." He said that the former host Lou Dobbs did so, "quote a lot," and that primetime Sh- Sean Hannity did so a bit. This is um, <laughs> this is incredible, really. Um, mm-hmm. There was another. Amazing. There's another part of it as well, right? This will lead me to believe that we're going to have. There's going to be a lot more that's going to come out. Um, this is another part of the article. In a particularly explosive part of the filing, Dominion alleges that Murdoch provided Trump, son-in-law, and senior advisor Jared Kushner with confidential network information about Joe Biden's campaign ads as well as debate st- strategy, citing an exhibit that remains under seal. Uh, a Murdoch spokesman declined to comment beyond the statement released by the network saying Dominion had, quote, cherry-picked salacious details that are utterly irrelevant to the legal issue in the case. Which means it's entirely relevant um, to the case, obviously, if you want to sort of translate that. Um, but, yeah, I see this as being, like, this is kind of serious, right? I feel like Domin- the Dominion lawsuit, the more I read about this, the more I see Dominion having 
a pretty damn good case. I understand that it's quite difficult to to um, you have to prove malicious intent, right? Um, for the lawsuit to be effective, and I even know, if they're, they, they're, they're pretty, they've been pretty open in their emails about malicious intent. It's like yeah, we need yeah. the Senate, we need to hold the Senate, we need, you know, we need to. You know, I mean, they were super open and clear about what they were doing and why. Mm. It, it doesn't have to be malicious in the sense, in the, in the sense of we fucking hate. Oh, there we go. There, there's my wife. Uh-oh. We hate Strike Democrats. Three. Justin, done. You're done. Oh. That's it. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, yeah, you've got to do negative. Off the show. Yeah, off That's the show. It. You've got to do negative negative curse words next week. <laughs> we fluffing hate Democrats. No, but. Um... <laughs> yes, by all means, let's, do, let's make up fake words yeah, instead yeah. of the obscenities like they do on broadcast television. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not so much that they hate you. Know, it's like we hate Democrats. They don't have to say that. They just have to say it's like we want to. We want to push this election in favor of Republicans. Well, that's malicious intent. You are trying to uh, tilt the story in favor of a political entity. That's taking sides. That's a malicious. That's that's intent. That's a malicious intent. It doesn't have to be just because I hate you. I I'm trying to make you lose. And I am trying to do, and I'm using you, this Dominion. I'm using you as a way to do that. I'm pushing, you know, I'm ruining your reputation in order to do that. It's like that's malicious intent, right there. You know, like you are sabotaging this company in order to do something that you know is wrong, or you know, not, you don't consider it wrong, but you know it's not true. And you're doing it deliberately with like forethought and malice because you want something to happen that benefits you, right? So, I mean, what else do you need there when it comes to to, to, to fulfilling that particular um, that 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 I can't think of the word all of a sudden that part of the law of the, of the of the of the law of the you have to be able to prove that. Well, there it is. They're saying it right there. We know this is all garbage. And we said it anyway, and we didn't care that it was hurting somebody because we wanted this outcome. That's your intent. And it's like, I don't see how they get out of it. Yeah, I mean, look, legal issues aside, right, there's another interesting piece in the Washington Post uh, by Greg Sargent, who spoke to um, Mm. uh, Chris Murphy. So uh, this is what Greg Sargent writes. He writes, now, however, it's becoming clear that interacting with Fox News as a news outlet in any sense is no longer an option for Democrats. In light of the news that the network personalities knowingly deceive viewers about the 2020 election for cynical pecuniary purposes, Democrats plainly have to take on Fox News in a new way, and some of them know it. Um, quote, I don't think we've ever had a moment like this where a major news network has been exposed to deliberately deluding its viewers or readers, Senator Chris Murphy told me. Quote, this is a seminal moment in the history of mass media and we need to treat it that way. Um, so I think that, like, that this is kind of big, right, that you've got major Democrats now saying, you, you know, look, we can't really talk to these guys anymore. This is like... We, we look. We all know that Fox News is a propaganda network, but now we have it on. I've never seen anything quite like this, right? That we have no. internal text messages of the company, essentially laying out the strategy. Like we're going to lie. We're afraid of our viewers. We're afraid of um, being, um, you know, outgunned uh, or our audience share taken away by flipping Newsmax or, or that crazy oan network whatever it was is that is that died now i forget i keep forgetting 
um, whether the OAN network is still around. Uh, that's a really uh, good question. I haven't seen. I think they still have a thing up, uh, a website. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the website still exists. It just as a network, I don't think it's carried on any of the uh, regular carriers. Direct yeah, TV and Xfinity and all that shit. But the, I, I mean, did the, it again. Why can't I stop cursing? No, it's all right, Bob. <laughs> You're in negative territory um, for next week. Right, we have to make it up. The ne- next week's show is just going to uh, it's going to be us um, yeah, being yeah. incredible. Well, you know, oh you God. can say Lawrence O'Donnell has been saying shit all over his show on MSNBC. Just, just throwing that out there. How's it? Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. I think, well, um, it's after ten, so, so you can kind of okay. get away with it. Yeah. You know, on a, on a quick aside here, the I do find that quite encouraging about American television now. That when I moved here twenty years ago, you could not basically curse on network television at oh, all. No, there was yeah. like, like nothing. Yeah. They'd bleep out everything. Um, you know, I remember watching. I remember having a very bizarre experience of watching RoboCop in the middle of the day. Right with none of the violence. I mean, I mean none of the curse words, but all of the violence, which <laughs> didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Uh, it's not the way. It, it's not the way it works in the UK. In the UK, you can have all you have all of the swearing, but like none of the violence. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so look. Um, but other Democrats, you know, uh, Charles, like Schumer and um, and Hakeem Jeffries, also. This is according to Greg Sargent, signaled an aggressive posture in a letter to Fox News founder Rupert Murdoch. The two New York Democrats demanded that the network get star anchor Tucker Carlson and others to recant their lies about the 2020 election on the air. Uh, the letter said, uh, though you have acknowledged you regret in following this grave propaganda to take place, your network hosts continue to promote, smew and perpetuate election conspiracy theories to this day. Um, Sergeant notes that this might be the first time the Democratic congressional leadership has formally labelled Fox News content quote propaganda um, so yeah I, I see this look I think that my contention is that the Democrats need to have that this needs to be almost like the central focus of the next kind of year and a half right is basically yeah. Fox, Fox News propaganda and mm-hmm. absolutely batter them like batter them from pillar to post because this is how, like, who knows what their strategy is going to be going forward, right? With the with the Republican primaries, how they're going to attack Democrats. But I think if you can get to, if you can split the the uh, the, the Republican media up, the far right news media up, um, you can kind of defang them a bit, right? You can make uh, Newsmax and Fox News have a little fight, so they're busy fighting each other uh, instead of you know attacking democrats which would be strategically i think a good thing um so i say that this needs to be a very uh, central focus is is the fox news propaganda machine and now they have actual evidence to show that yeah yeah you're lying to your viewers and everybody knows it and now we know it you know it's in writing now um well here's so- what's going to happen I, I think this letter from schumer and jeffries is uh shot across the bow what comes next are endless hearings, I hope, in the Senate investigating what's going on, at the very least, to continuously recycle and churn this story, because it needs to be hammered and hammered and hammered. And even if the hearings don't result in any sort of specific action, the more attention that hearings will bring to this massive televised fraud that Fox News has been committing, the better off I think we'll all be. And on top of that, 
in that process, they may even dig into other issue areas, other news cycles that Fox News lied about on the air, and deliberately so, because they're going to have subpoena power. They're not going to have any trouble uh, voting for subpoenas to get more uh, cell phone information, more text messages, more evidence, generally speaking. That's not going to be an issue, and that's one of the things they're going to do. And so I want to know, like, I want to know what falsehoods they broadcast about COVID and the COVID emergency and the protocols and hydroxychloroquine and all that bullshit. God damn it. I see now. And, and even as I regret saying BS, I scream out GD. Anyway, uh, this is <laughs> this is the process. We're all we're potty mouths. You can't take the obscenities out of our heads. Um Here's the thing. Uh, I, I think these hearings, uh, the sooner they start, the better off I think uh, we'll all be. And I imagine the hearings will start probably before Memorial Day at the very soonest. I I would hope so. I really do hope yeah, so. Seriously. And, I, do, and I'm, I am glad that prominent Democrats are recognize the importance and the opportunity here, right? Yeah. It, 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 I mean, again, I think this is like – a golden opportunity to smash Fox News. I, re- mm-hmm. I really do think it is. And look, and if if Dominion wins the lawsuit, uh, there's a they have a there's a good chance then that the second lawsuit from I forget who there's another voting machine company um, that's filed a lawsuit against Fox. So I think that it could total what two point seven billion dollars that they're on the line for. That wouldn't be that wouldn't end Fox News, but it would be pretty catastrophic. Yeah, right. not for nothing. They, they, it's impossible to bankrupt Fox News. It's literally impossible. You could slap them with a $10 billion fine, and they, it'll get paid. Because even if Fox News, even if Fox Corps itself didn't have the money, they will. Someone there will be enough right-wing billionaires who will pay it in order to keep Fox News on the air. Fox News is too important to them to let it go out of business. Yes, but I wonder whether I wonder whether um, the lawsuits this opens the gate right for a lot of other you know um, you know potential lawsuits about blatant propaganda coming out of Fox News, right? And and how you know what I mean? Like if you right. can sue them, if you can take, if you can extract money for them for their bullshit. This, you know, one thing, you know, you might think that Murdoch might change course and say, like, okay, look, this is not good. We can't be involved in this kind of. We, it, this is way too dangerous for us to be involved in this kind of propaganda. Now that there's been a ruling against us and we've been, you know, we've had to pay out, you know, two or three billion dollars or whatever it is. I don't know, but it seems to me that Murdoch, you could, you know, from Murdoch's deposition, you. You kind of get the sense that the guy is like, you know, he understood the gravity of it, right, and how bad this was, and he's kind of afraid of his own stars in his in his network, and he's afraid of Donald Trump, um, and they he has been unable to kind of keep you know clamp down on the insanity that goes on on his network every day, but you 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 think that maybe the executives might say, okay, look, we we need to calm this down. 
um, because we can't afford this. We can't afford to go through this. It's battering our reputation and it's costing us billions and billions of dollars. It's more likely there'll be a couple of uh, cursory firings. Maybe Rupert Murdoch uh, in particular will be asked to uh, relinquish Fox News. Uh, I mean, there are lots of possibilities there but as far as fox news holding itself accountable they're going to be they're going to have to be dragged kicking and screaming into that sort of thing yeah it's, it's going to take a while to, to see that happen yeah yeah I mean, what's ultimately going to happen is they're going to just have to be relentlessly embarrassed and uh and just I, I think this is a great way too of chipping away at its viewer base i think there are mm. some people who you can peel off and because we're talking about such a heavily divided nation with very little wiggle room in that swing voter category, anyone you pick off is going to be valuable in right. a climate where elections come down to half a percentage point here, half a percentage point there. You got to get at everyone you can get, get all the gettables. And I think mm. this could help on that front. Yes, you've been lied to, not only by Fox News Channel, but by extension, Donald Trump and all of the people, all of the grifters who circulate around those two entities. And I think it's entirely possible that some of those people will go, hey, you know what? I see it. I see it. I can't deal with this anymore. And it may not be a direct movement to supporting Democrats, but it'll certainly be a loss for Republicans. And that's uh, that's the important thing. Yeah, I, I agree, Bob. I think, you know, it's a war of attrition, right? You, you're never, not necessarily going to take Fox News out, but you're going to hurt them. Yeah. And that's good. That's good. You know, that, right. that's a... we don't have to listen to the mainstream media pretend that Fox News is a real news uh, source anymore. Thank you. God, that's going to be done with because at this point, any any you know any any uh, journalist that goes out there and says, "Well, you know, we we can't we can't treat them different," you know, they're part of the media and we have to treat them as a legitimate news source. It's, they're just going to get buried. Now yeah. it's like, no, they're not legitimate, and we have the emails to prove it. So shut up. Right, exactly. Okay, listen. Well, moving on to more deranged right wing conspiracy theories. Justin, your piece this week. Yeah, that was U- that was quite Ukraine. a thing. Yeah, that was quite a thing. Okay, so look, this was it's a members only um, this piece, but I want to can, can you just give a brief highlight as to what you uncovered because I I couldn't believe what I was reading. I genuinely couldn't believe what I was reading. This is crazy. Like when you think it can't get crazier, it gets crazier. Yeah, this was you know if it was only just like one person would be like, okay, that's just dumb. I'm gonna ignore that. But it was several, and they weren't like nobodies it wasn't just like random people like one of them was cat turd who's you know it's a stupid name but cat turd has an awful large following on twitter and a whole lot of people pay attention what cat turd has to say because cat turd says all lots of terrible terrible things so of course you know 1.5 million followers why not so The new thing, and, and it's I, I don't know how much it's spreading because it's so goddamn crazy that I don't see this spreading really far into the into the mainstream on the right, but it's definitely on the fringe for the moment, um, and we'll see if it gets further along. But what they're doing right Justin, now, Justin, I'm going to stop you there. Justin, I'm going to stop you there. 
I'm going to stop you there when you say okay. you don't know how far this is going to spread into right into the mainstream right. I'm I'm going to make a prediction here that this is going to become a mainstream theory in on the right. God, I'm, I I'm, hope not. I'm telling you. I'm te- I'm just using your own words against you, Justin. That like you you're always saying. Think about how bad you think about how bad it can get, and it can always get worse, and it will always get worse. And whatever the far right is saying, whatever the extremes on Twitter are saying, will at some point become policy. Will become a mainstream talking point. I know, God, you know, I was thinking that, and I was like, please, just let me be wrong this time, please. I, I, I don't know. I'm. That's what I'm. I'm making the prediction there. But anyway, sorry, sorry, okay. Justin, go ahead. Sorry. So, so for our audience who's like, I have no idea what you're talking about yet. Okay, so. What they're starting to say now is it's been a year that the war's been happening, and there are parts of Ukraine that were damaged in the beginning of the war, and then the war, the Ukrainians pushed the Russians out, and the the front is very far away from where the war began. So there's chunks of Ukraine that have been rebuilt from the original part of the war. Okay, and Ukraine has been bragging about that as well. They should, right? The whole point Ukraine is trying to make here is that they're resilient. They are, right? They're they're, they're a good chunk of their country on the eastern and northern has been completely freaking demolished by the Russians. But there are parts in further inland, like Kiev, which were attacked and heavily damaged, have been rebuilt, and they're really proud of that, and they've been showing that online and they've been showing you know there's a damaged we rebuilt it this was damaged we rebuilt it and somehow the right has turned this into proof that the war is fake and there's there's hmm. two ways that they're doing this it's absolutely insane yeah I'm one sorry. the fact that buildings are being rebuilt means that the war is fake um which is that's just insane on its face and it's been a year okay and ukraine is a very large country it's like about the size of four or five states in the united states if you put them all together you have ukraine right so the whole country's not being attacked at the same time it's really just the eastern part of the country like imagine the eastern seaboard's being attacked if stuff is getting built in California, you wouldn't really be all that surprised by that. But that's how they're treating this. It's like, oh, my God, they're rebuilding things. Ah, that's it must be fake. And the other part of this, which is even more insane, is that they're saying, and I swear to God, they're actually saying this. If there's there's no footage, we're not getting foot. This is exactly what Cat Turd said. With every war going all the way all the way back to Vietnam, the press is. I, I can't believe we're have... qu- quoting someone called Cat Turd. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it, it hurts. My, been... You know what? It hurts my soul. It, just, <laughs> know, it really right? does. <laughs> it, 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 I have a whole yeah. anonymity thing. So, but go on. Now, with every war going all the way back to Vietnam, the press has, has been heavily integrated with the troops and there's been th- thousands of hours of live video footage. In Ukraine, nothing. We get no footage, no detailed updates, no graphs explaining how the war is going, etc. Which means, of course, that the war is fake. Now, that's completely insane because there's a ton of footage of what's happening in Ukraine. There's tons of detailed updates. There's graphs all over the place. What this guy's talking about is that the American press is not embedded with American troops, 
which of course makes sense because there's no American troops in Ukraine. So you wouldn't have the American press embedded with them. And I don't, when people point out that there's a ton of footage, because there's a bunch of people saying this, there's a ton of footage from Ukraine. There's all, it's tons of footage. They're just saying, well, that's not real. It's not, it's not real footage. It's fake or it's not enough footage. And they're just saying because it's not real footage or it's not enough footage that the war is fake. But the, look, this is this is like an extension of of the January sixth denial, right? So what you're seeing, what they're trying to say is what you're seeing is not what you're seeing. Exactly. Right. And, and this is real. why I this is why I worry that it's going to become mainstream. I worry that it's going to become mainstream is because this is what they're doing on January sixth. You've got Tucker Carlson. You know, the number one host on Fox News. He's not the number one show on Fox News, but he's the he's the most watched host, I believe. Um, you know, he's probably the most powerful single individual in network news at the moment. And this guy is out there spreading January 6th conspiracy theories, right? He's also uh, militantly against uh, the war in Ukraine, uh, the, you know, Western, the West involvement in Ukraine. Um, he's pro-Putin. Uh, he, you know, he's constantly disparaging uh, Zelensky. He's he's continually pushing, you, you know, a, a disprovable nonsense about the war in Ukraine. Um, you know, myths about NATO, about uh, it, 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 the list is so long. Right, um, it's all on, gibberish. It's all, it's all garbage. No, nonsense, right? So, so I can envision. I can very easily envision Tucker Carlson using this and saying hey look i'm just asking questions here's some troubling footage that we've seen hmm make of it what you will you know and then inviting he'll probably get cat turned on the show right (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ but the thing that that doesn't make any sense about it it, it, it's two things one these are people who just a week ago or two weeks ago were saying russia's winning russia's winning and now they're saying it's not a real war right so that's doesn't make any sense even on their own terms like how can you say for the last year russia's winning or russia's the victim of of nato aggression and look what look what they were forced to do to saying oh the war is not even real and two right the only way you could fake this war is if russia were part of the conspiracy Right, they're pro Russia. They're pro Putin. Russia's the good guy. We're the bad guys. We're the ones that are doing mean things to Russia, and Russia's the victim here. Russia would literally have to be part of this. They would have to be saying, "Oh yes, we are at we we're in Ukraine and we're fighting, but we're actually lying about it because it's not really happening. We're just making it all up." And Russia would have to be colluding with the evil, evil West. In order to make all of this stuff, you couldn't do it any other way. And they're saying that's what's happening. They're not actually saying that, but if you ask them, that's what it would have to be. It doesn't. It doesn't work any other way. And these people are like, "But I'm pro Russia." But now Russia would have to be part of this conspiracy. But I'm pro Russia, and it doesn't make any sense. It's like two diametrically opposed concepts that cannot function together because these people's brains are completely broken. But this is what they're saying, and this is what they believe now. Well, Cat Turd does not believe this, but the people following him are starting to believe it because Cat Turd is telling them to believe it. Mm. It's like literally doublespeak. <laughs> it's it's nineteen eighty four doublespeak, and it's it's really scary to watch. 
I mean, that's what I wrote about it. It's like, yeah, it's, this is insane, but it's also scary to watch all these people be like, yes, this thing that I did not believe yesterday is now true today because someone told me so. We've always been at war with Eurasia. It's like, oh, my God, it's, it's actually this is what it looks like in real life. I mean, it's look, you're, you're, stuff. You, you make some other in, very interesting observation in your piece. Um, I, I really suggest people make sure they read read your piece on the Ukraine war because one, like you explore it in kind of in, in a lot of detail, um, but also make some kind of interesting sort of observations about why this is the case, why these conspiracy theories are taking off. So, look, anyway, please go and read the piece, everyone. It's it's very good uh, and illuminating and scary at the same time. Um, but look, let's move on to our both sides segment. Uh, Bob, your pick this week. Oh, well, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, hang on a second. Oh, and, and then I curse again. My- you know what? I, I just—that's me. I've got a moral failing. I think. I think that's part of <laughs> part of my problem. Okay. Yes. Here's mine. Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about the border once again. The same derpy, nonsensical, ridiculousness that I've been following on Twitter for some time now. Talking about the amount of fentanyl that crossed the or that was seized at the border. See, I'm already I'm like correcting her talking points just subliminally (laughs) talking about in uh, congressional hearings on Tuesday or Wednesday, I believe, uh, this past week, that uh, a record amount of fentanyl has been seized at the border, even more seized so far in 2023. And this obviously means a colossal failure for the Biden border policy. And we absolutely have to impeach Secretary Mayorkas. And because of the (laughs) all the fentanyl that's being seized stopped from entering the country yes we somebody, want more to come in he's yeah, doing somebody fucking i'm at the point now oh where God. i see this thing pop up over and over again the dumbest talking point i have ever seen in my life and the only thing i can say is it's really <laughs> just that stupid i don't even know how to frame it any differently than just presenting what it is it's just so contradictory and moronic i i don't know if they even realize they're doing it so there no, it is. i mean i feel like this is uh, uh, just quickly i feel like the, the saving grace like the basically the one major weapon we have on these people is that they are fucking stupid yeah like like the, yes they have a mob Right, they control the mob, and it's all very scary, and they're spreading conspiracy theories, and etc., etc., etc. But really, they're very, very stupid. Ultimately, strategically mm-hmm. dumb. Um, you know, they might con- be able to control the news cycle for twenty-four hours, but it was like Trump, right? The Trump thing, where he could—he was very good at controlling the news cycle in the short term, but strategically, I mean, just a moron, yeah. right? Very limited in that sense. I, I, look, I'm not saying Marjorie Taylor green is not smart right she has some smarts um she's quite good at what she does at publicizing herself and creating controversies and whatnot but ultimately she's a dummy right and and i feel like this is just another a perfect example of of why um you know it's like like the fascism in america is 
I'm I'm frightened by it, but I'm not. I feel it can be beaten because of the obviously the stupidity, like the kind of rank stupidity is breathtaking. Yeah, anyway, self defeating. Uh, what it yes. is is it's self defeating. Ultimately, yes. I don't mind calling attention to it. You know why? Because every time something like this happens, they lose swing voters. They lose independent voters. The more they act like shit flinging monkeys, as we've always said. Uh, the more they start to lose. And even Joe Biden was talking about that yesterday. Very cognizant <laughs> of the insanity, frightening way regular people, normals. Yeah. I mean, okay, so look, my pick this week, uh, th- this is another, this is just wild, right? Um, and an, a flagrant example of disinformation and um sort of just insanity on the right. This is Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. So this is an article in Newsweek. And uh, Candace Owens shared a misleading video footage of Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky on her Daily Wire show this week. And she spoke about her desire to punch him in the face. <laughs> the conservative commentator who has publicly, public, publicly criticized the Ukrainian leader on several occasions played a seconds-long clip that she described as showing Zelensky, quote, warning you of what will happen if you stop funding his lifestyle. Owens had previously accused Zelensky of, quote, stealing from our people, referring to U.S. aid sent to Ukraine and bid Russia's ongoing full-scale invasion. In the clip Owens shared this week, Zelensky was heard saying, quote, the U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending our sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight because it's nature that we're talking about and they will be dying. God forbid because it's a horrible thing. Oof, said Owens Mm. in reaction to the video. I'm not going to say that I'd like to punch Zelensky in the face because that's that's violence, but I'm saying that if I could get away with punching one person in the face and have no consequences, it would be President Zelensky. I can't even tell you how much oof I harbour for him, whatever that means. Um, Owens continued of Zelensky, quote, the audacity to tell you that the consequence is going to be that your sons and daughters are going to fight and die if you don't help him secure a win against Russia. Wow, that's bold. Uh, So obviously this was absolute bullshit, right? This is, she took the quote completely out of context. The, uh, The Newsweek article continues, the short clip of Zelensky speaking was taken from the Ukrainian president's lengthy February 24 press conference, which was held to mark the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of this country. It went viral on social media this week, with many suggesting it shows the Ukrainian leader calling on people in the United States to send their children to fight in Ukraine. Um, It was, in fact, in a fact check conducted by Newsweek, it was found that the short clip is missing a lot of context. Zelensky's remarks were in response to a wider question about opinion polls in the US that indicate a growing number of Americans believe the Biden administration is providing too much support for Ukraine. Um, Ukraine's president was asked about what his message would be to Americans with these those concerns. Zelensky began by thanking Americans for showing support to Ukraine and said he believed withdrawing or decreasing support could hypothetically have an impact on their children should Russia win the war as a result. Quote, are American children any different from ours? Don't Americans enjoy the same things as we do? He asked rhetorically. I don't think we're very different. Zelensky suggested that if American support for Ukraine weakened and depleted and Kiev went on to lose the war against Russia, NATO members, including the US, risk being dragged into a bigger conflict. Uh, Zelensky predicted is because Russia is going to enter Baltic states, NATO member states, and then the US will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending our sons and daughters to war. So this is very clear what he's saying. 
He's saying if Russia wins, mm-hmm. they're going to continue invading other countries. And then if they invade a NATO state, that means we're going to have to get involved because we are part of NATO. Um, and if there is a war, obviously American sons and daughters are going to be drawn into the conflict, right? So Zelensky is absolutely right. Uh, and we ha- we absolutely should be funding um, this war to ensure that Russia doesn't get any more ideas about other Eastern European countries or all European countries he can invade. I think this is incre- very, very sensible and is, it, w- it will hopefully prevent the conflict from from uh, getting even bigger. But also, Candace Owens is just lying. She's just lying about what Zelensky is saying. And, like, we're in a very crucial time right now where Ukraine can win this war as long as the West continues to support Ukraine. Um, but on the right, this is like, there's this terrifying effort to undermine the war effort, uh, to undermine the West's support of Ukraine after they've been invaded. They're acting as if, like... This is just a fight between Ukraine and Russia, right? That Ukraine wasn't invaded. That in fact, this is just you know a both sides thing where both sides are just as bad. It's well, insane. They really want Russia to win. They really, right. really want Russia to win. They yeah. desperately want Russia to win. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Um, yeah, it really is. But anyway, listen, Justin, what's your your pick this week? All right. So um, there was this pleasant fellow. Um, by the, up in Michigan by the name of, well, he wasn't actually in Michigan at the time, but um, his name is Jack E. Carpenter Third. He's 41 years old. And um, he threatened the, he threatened every Jew working in the Michigan legislature, the, oh, the Michigan government, any Michigan politicians, that he was going to kill them if they didn't, um, quit or if they didn't leave or confess and uh the fbi went and arrested him um but he was he, he did this over twitter because you know you often want to make assassination threats in public and uh he was very surprised uh within the next 48 hours i will be back in michigan any jewish person holding a public office on my land after that time is subject to immediate punishment um and then he threatened the Wayne, Michigan's Wayne County Sheriff that any attempt to subdue me will be met with deadly force in self-defense. And then the FBI showed up to take him away. Now, the Washington Post goes on to note that the alleged, alleged plot against Michigan officials, I love how they have to keep using alleged, is the latest in a string of anti-Semitic <laughs> incidents in the country. Last month in New York City, neo-Nazis protested outside the preview of Tony Award-winning musical Parade, a show about the lynching of a Jewish man. In Florida, individuals associated with several anti-Semitic groups harassed people outside a synagogue, hurled insults, and projected messages like Hitler was right onto a stadium, according to the Anti-Defamation League. Earlier that month, flyers describing a sacred Jewish text as satanic popped up in Atlanta's suburbs just days after a man fired blanks inside a San Francisco synagogue. I only knew about half of that stuff. That's how much of this is happening now, is that I pay attention to this, and I only knew about half of this stuff. Like, I had no idea about the, the, man, the guy who fired blanks inside a San Francisco synagogue. Didn't hear anything about that at all. But that's how fast and rapid the anti-Semitism is and violence and the threatened violence is coming now. It's just piling one after the other, after the other, after the other. And it is 
all, all of it is coming from the right. All of it. I mean, there's anti-Semitism on the left, but this level of vitriol and this level of violence, it is yeah, nothing like all that, yeah. coming from the right because that's who they are. So, yeah, yeah. Th- this is not a both sides thing. This is this is just the anti-Semitism is off the charts, and they're just going to start incorporating it more and more into their campaigns going forward. And can't wait for that. So, guys, that sound... There's the sound. There's the noise. What does that mean? It means we're in the emergency meeting. We're about to head into the emergency meeting, everybody. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. You can join us in the emergency meeting. Um, again, the emergency meeting today is going to be I love the mainstream media. Uh, and I'm going to get shot down by Bob and Justin, and I'm going to defend myself. So come listen to our podcast. Members only show you can get 60% off a banter membership. Um, you get access to all of our premium content, member chat threads, and be an awesome person and support what we do here. We really appreciate it, and we will see you all next week. All right, I would just like to make it clear that this entire episode, I only cursed once. You guys are shameful. No, I'm terrible. Myself. Yeah. Terrible. yeah. Apologies terrible. to all of our Apologies. sensitive listeners. Yeah, in the emergency, me- in the emergency meeting, we're going to do our best not to. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I I know it's going to be bad.